Here on ETX Life Podcast, we invite you to take a peek behind the pine curtain with us as we work to create a culture of supporting women in the East Texas area. Journey with us as we share experiences, create connections, and offer insights on life and business. It's It's all good in in the piney woods. Welcome to this week's episode of ETX Podcast. I am your host, Sierra, and I am here with my co-host, Holly. Hi, Holly. Hi, Sierra. How are you doing? I am doing well. Looking forward to the holidays and the end of the year. Yes, aren't we all? We are so ready to say goodbye, 2020. Yes, Yes, I've heard that so many times this year, but isn't it so true? We're ready to get 2020 behind us and on to greener pastures, hopefully. (laughs) hopeful times, exactly. And I sent out not even a Christmas card this year. I sent out a New Year's card because I'm so over 2020. (laughs) It was like, goodbye 2020, hello 2021. Let's move on. Yes, excellent. So speaking of that, we wanted to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions because that is always kind of a fun topic for some people. What do you think? Do you think New Year's resolutions are a fun thing or a negative thing? (laughs) Well, I mean, I've just never, I know there's people out there that think that, oh, I'm not going to make New Year's resolutions because everybody makes New Year's resolutions and they never keep them. And, you know, I've always had the feeling, I don't always make New Year's resolutions, but I've always had the feeling that if that is the one time of year that somebody sits down and reflects on the past year and what they want to do different in the new year, then go for yeah, it. Set you some know, goals. Set some goals. Yeah, it could you be know, positive. It, exactly. Definitely. I, I never think, even though it is kind of cliche to do it at the new year, who cares? Yeah, you I know? like it, but I'm a list maker anyways. Well, as yeah, are me you. too. <laughs> so it, it kind of goes hand in hand with that. And I do think yeah. it's a good way to kind of reflect. And I always get a little, I don't know, even a little emotional in the new year. It's like, okay, yeah. let's let all that other stuff go and start fresh. It feels good to have kind of a new beginning. And um, it's symbolic, I think. So do yeah. you want to share some of your New Year's resolutions right off the bat? Yeah, well, maybe before we start into our New Year's resolutions, why don't we kind of reflect on our 2020? I think that's a good (laughs) idea. You mentioned that you used to do um, highs and lows, but it's kind of evolved over leaving out some lows. But (laughs) we were thinking that this year, with the way 2020 has been, I think the lows get just as much uh, attention (laughs) Attention. as the highs. Well, I think you can't really appreciate the highs without the lows, right? Agreed. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So what are some, let's do lows first. Okay. Get that out of the way. Get the bad stuff out of the way. And then talk about some of our highs. I like that. Let's end on a high note. So (laughs) lows. Well, obviously, you know, (laughs) it goes without saying that we've been limited in what we can do and see um, based on the pandemic. So of course, you know, that's an obvious low. Um, and it's affected people in a lot of different ways. And as I shared with you, Holly, even my grandmother passed away. And that's been uh, challenging in a sense that, you know, she was pretty much alone because of the fallout of COVID. She didn't pass yeah. away from COVID, but she was pretty much by herself because of the restrictions. So Right. I mean, that that's a low. We, we did and have she's some, in California, right? Right. And they're even so more they're locked even, down. Right. Yeah. So that was a low for me, um, you know, on a personal level. And then we would have normally been out there in October to visit. Mm. We didn't get to do that. So it was yeah. kind of like a double 
whammy on that one. Um, I don't have any regrets in a sense that we did the best we could and we stayed in touch and, you know, but, but that, that one definitely hurt, I think more than it normally would have in better circumstances where Mm -hmm. there was more closure. Yeah. Um, so that for me was my, my big low. And I know a lot of people, um, have had significant losses this past year too. So my, my heart goes out to you and I'm hoping that you can find some healing in 2021 and some, you know, focus as my wise beyond her years almost seven year old said well you'll remember the happy times soon mom you know and you'll forget about the sad times and I just was like who is this little adult thank you so much for my little rock so has she been listening to our podcast right right? she comes by it honestly I think that's good that's what about you Holly well you know obviously the pandemic has affected us and a lot of people you know it's been hard because like my best friend, she had her baby and she lives in Houston, which is a hot spot. She's also a doctor mm. that cares for COVID patients. Oh, yeah. So her newborn is going to be almost a year before old before we even get, get to, meet. to meet him. Yeah. yeah. Thank goodness we have like FaceTime and stuff like that. But it's also been hard on her because, you know, you deal with the postpartum posting anxiety anyways after a new baby Mm -hmm. but then you're kind of isolated she she doesn't feel comfortable having people over with her sure so she's not getting the help she probably would normally get and the support she would normally get yeah Yeah. and and you know we had to cancel her baby shower because it was right when everything shut down so we didn't even get to shower her her this is her first oh and you can't get that back she needs to have a post baby shower And I I say everybody gets permission for do-overs this next year. If you want to do a half birthday or a graduation (laughs) or a baby shower, whatever, make it work because it's kind of, um, it's a shame, you know, that, and kids have been so resilient and so understanding about, you know, giving up parties and this and that. I've been Mm -hmm. so proud of all these kids that I I know know. just handling it so well, probably better than a lot of adults, to be honest, kind of just going with the flow and looking towards the future and I think we can learn something from the little ones perspectives right they just get over things faster they do do. they do and I've tried to make sure that we aren't projecting our disappointments onto them onto our son you know and that there's several things that we normally do that we didn't get to do this Traditions year. Traditions. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's disappointing because you build it yes, up. Yes, it is. But, you know, our two-year-old doesn't know any different, right. really. So we're not like, oh, aren't you so sad that you right. didn't get to do X, Y, and Z. We're sad, but, you know, we try to do something else to make it a little bit You have more to get exciting. a little more creative. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good segue yeah. into some highs, I think. For us, our big high from a personal perspective, is we bought a house. Yeah. So that was a big deal. And we just moved in, which I don't know if there's ever any good time to do that. Right before <laughs> Christmas is probably not on the top of the list of good times. But hey, the tree's up. So uh, there we go. Good job. Yeah, You're doing good. Good job. Good job. So that was definitely um, a high note for, for us for, on a personal note. And we can talk about some business stuff too. Sure. Yeah. Sure. What about you? What about you? So on a on a personal note, I would have to say that 
even though I'm not happy about the pandemic, Mm -hmm. it has allowed my family to spend a lot more time together because I'm working from home, my husband's working from home, and my son is not going to daycare. daycare. Mm -hmm. So, and at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, daycare was completely closed. We got kind of into a routine that when it opened back up, we still weren't feeling 100% comfortable about sending him back if we didn't have to. Right. So we kept him home, and that's allowed all three of us to spend a lot more time with each other. And I really enjoyed that. I've seen a lot of people on Facebook that are just, like, tired of their families. They're over it. They're over it. Um, Not us. We've always been really close anyway. Mm -hmm. And... I, I've just really, really enjoyed, enjoyed this it. time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, with him being so young, you know, and parents out there, when your kids are five and under, that yeah. time, I mean, it always goes fast. But that yeah. time, there's so many changes oh, yeah. so rapidly yeah. that, you know, you have to do what you have to do. If your kid is in school or daycare, I mean, that's just the way it is. But if you have the option to see these things on a daily basis and, yeah. you know, get to observe them and, you know, have those memories, I think that's really special. So, Way to flip it into the, the positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've loved being, especially like you said, since everything they say in toddler age, I mean, not everything they say because terrible too, but <laughs> yeah, the struggle is real. When they're learning how to talk and communicate right. with people, it's so funny. Yeah, you know, everything they say, it's so hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I've been happy that we've gotten to see those moments, those first moments. And it's not like the teacher's getting to see. And messaging this. you later about yes. what happens. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think that's great. Well, and on a business side of things, um, I've been very pleased with the growth that we've seen on ETX Store, particularly because that's helping out small businesses. And I want to keep, you know, focusing on that even through the new year as kind of a, a resolution, too. Yeah. And maybe for listeners who are just tuning in, why don't you tell us a little bit about ETX Store? Right. So we started that at the beginning of the pandemic to give small businesses, local businesses, a way to sell their products um, online. And what started out as just like, oh, let's see how this goes, has has flourished and grown. And we've had, you know, over several thousand dollars of sales. And I've just been so pleased at the results, seeing these um, small businesses who otherwise wouldn't have an outlet to get their products out there, actually reaching even outside of Texas, but all over Texas. We've had sales from San Antonio. We've had sales, you know, from... So that's really exciting. And I just look forward to continuing to build that that up. Yeah. And so um, some of my business highs, I've had a lot of business highs this year, actually. I think because, I don't know, I guess I'm a fight or flight kind of person when I am, my day job, you know, is in the tourism industry, destination marketing. So needless to say, we've been impacted very big by the pandemic because we are funded through hotel motel taxes. Right. Which if people are not traveling, we don't (laughs) making any we're not making any of those taxes. Mm -hmm. And our job is to market the destination as a tourist destination. So how do you market a destination in a lockdown? Right. Right? So get really creative. You have to get really creative. And we've talked about in the past that at Visit Tyler, which is my day job, we we had set out a strategy, a three-year strategy, that all of a sudden, 
wasn't as relevant as it was when we started right you put all this work into something and then not knowing uh, you know going forward it's really hard to make future plans yeah so there's like I don't even know if I'm gonna have a job in a couple of months I don't know when the lockdown is gonna end that people can come back to visit Tyler Mm -hmm. right so there's a lot of unknowns and we we really came together. I guess we're scrappy, scrappy people. That's we came, right. We came together and we pivoted our marketing plan. And actually in a time, we decided in a time where a lot of people went dark mm-hmm. and stopped their online advertising and marketing and social media, when the lockdowns happened, that spring is one of our biggest years, biggest times of the year. Because tell me a little bit what goes on in the spring that Tyler's known for. So we are known for the Azalean Spring Flower Trail. We are known for our outdoors and our flowers and our mm-hmm. gardens. In March and April, the azaleas start blooming in the historic Azalea District in Tyler. So it's a beautiful time to come visit the historic homes. And it draws and people gardens, from all over. From all over, mm-hmm. all over the world. Then at the end of April is our one of our rose seasons. So the roses are in full bloom. We have the largest municipal rose garden in the United States. So spring is big right. for us. Yeah. Right, right in the middle of the quarantine. That's that that was our big time big to push, market. Right. So instead of going dark, we decided instead to market our virtual tours. So we had just had a TV show come and do a, a nice little show about Tyler. We also just <laughs> just went out with my cell phone down the Azalea Trail and took some videos mm-hmm. out of my car, yeah. you know, and it, it wasn't anything fancy or anything like that, but we we chose to market, market it that way, and we also saw it as a way that of giving people hope, giving something giving them something pretty to look at instead of just the news during that time when everyone was glued Mm -hmm. to their TV trying to figure out what's going on, right? So we're like, instead, here, take a break and watch our roses in the wind. Literally stop smell the roses. Literally stop. Well, not smell. Well, through the screen. (laughs) Through the screen. Yes. Um, But, you know, and then when people were, you know, they were encouraging people to get out more, You, our garden never closed. The Tyler Rose Garden never closed. And being outdoors, at least, is safer Yes, it's safe, Mm -hmm. yeah. And... It's good for your mental health and all of that. True. So so that was a long story to say since a lot of people went dark and we didn't, we were able to get advertising that was a lot cheaper than we ever had and our numbers went up like 500%. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so we made some good, hard strategic strategic. Um, initiatives, changes, pivots, and whatever you want to call it. And they paid off yeah. in the end. And, you know, I'm the kind of person that I would just want to try. And I feel like the pandemic changed the ideas of, of my other staff members mm-hmm. that, okay, well, we don't know what's going to happen. So why not try it? Right. You know? So you kind of got more thinking outside the box, introduced more yeah. creativity. Yeah. And hopefully let's, that. Let's see how it goes. If yeah. it's not going well, we can stop doing it. Sure. Right. So sure, I feel. Because you're not spending a ton of money to do these things. Right. So you can, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's absolutely. a great idea. 
I think that's very important. We've learned a lot um, this past year. I will say that. Yeah. When yeah. it comes to, um, you know, like what I was saying, thinking outside the box and getting creative, um, whether you're a, a you know individual or a business, we've all had to do that yeah. more than yeah. ever. Yeah. And I'd like sure. to think we've all been able to take away some valuable. Sure tips and, and tricks and all that so that's and then good. you and I joined forces we did I was so going to mention was, that yes and even having that this was podcast, a big high yes, yes yes I think that's been great for my mental health especially <laughs> so I've been very happy to have a partner that you know is introducing new ideas to me and kind yeah. of reinvigorating all the excitement that you know I've had in the beginning about East Texas so because yeah. it, it got sad there when we couldn't travel and I couldn't you know do the normal thing that I was I doing I was used to writing blogs and interviewing people and I'm like well if I can't do that what do I do <laughs> so it was nice having your perspective you know change it up so yeah and, and a little outlet with our podcast yes. to talk and hopefully reach out to listeners who are feeling the same way and in the same situation that we are pivoting right. our businesses, doing side gigs. Exactly. And the side hustle. <laughs> exactly. Being moms. Being and- moms. Exactly. So <laughs> some of that stuff, it's funny when um, we were talking about the pandemic and how you have more family time. So do you like your alone time or do you prefer to always have your people? <laughs> I, I like... My alone time, some so it's it's kind of a multi layer level mm-hmm. for me. Okay, I I consider alone time away from like outside people different than like just me alone time. Okay, right. So I probably would be happy most of the time with just me, my husband, and my son. Your immediate, <laughs> my immediate yeah, your family. Pod. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with that. I was working from home before the pandemic and. That does not bother me at all. Mm-hmm. I get so much more done. I'm way more productive mm-hmm. than being in an office setting. And that's my personality. And sure. I understand that that's not everybody's Everybody. personality. Yeah, sure. But then, you know, sometimes I don't want a two-year-old hanging on me right. all day. Sure. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's a balance. There's there. a balance. Yeah. yeah. So as you know, you know, I also work from home and then I have the, the little one at home too. And the alone time thing this next year... 2021 I have always liked my alone time I mean by myself I (laughs) like to do what I want to do whether it's little projects or you know whatever it may be and um, I have struggled this past year obviously with that Mm -hmm. because we have all been together which I'm like you if I have to pick my people then I want my husband and my daughter with me of course and we function very well like that Um, but I've always been a little more of the type of person that likes that just pure alone time um just for mental reasons it's good it's kind of like hitting a reset button so one of the things I've been struggling with though is having some guilt about that because you know we do have one child at home and if I'm trying to do something and she wants to be part of it I feel bad telling her yeah no I need some time by myself you know um and partly because I look at the big picture and think oh my gosh in a few more years she's not gonna want to spend time with me so I need to you know capture it all all right I'm gonna have all the alone time I don't want when I get older you know but at the same time I know that for my mental health and just for my productivity 
I just sometimes need that. Um, so I'm going to work on that and maybe that's going to involve setting up an activity for her or something mm-hmm. that she enjoys doing or something her and daddy can do together. So I can kind of have good, a yeah. dedicated, I need this hour or two yeah. to myself. And in the past, I would just kind of say, oh, you know, I'm going to go run some errands. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not really doing that right now. Yeah. So I'm feeling a little like, okay, everybody, <laughs> stop breathing my air. And you know what? Like, stop touching I, my stuff. I do like going grocery shopping by myself every now and again, but... Like, sometimes I just need alone time where I can watch a cheesy Christmas movie, cuddled up on the couch by myself without anybody interrupting Asking you questions. (laughs) Yes, I know. And I think that's part of it, too. I think when you do have young kids at home or just other things going on in the background, it's hard Mm -hmm. to just kind of decompress completely. And so... That's one thing. I think the biggest thing is just to set it up and not feel bad about it. It's okay. I'm allowed to be by myself, you know, a couple hours a week. So that's one thing, one of my so-called resolutions, I guess. Yeah, that's good. What about you? I haven't thought of my resolutions this year. So last year, what I did was I found this thing called a gold digger. Goal digger. Yeah, G O A L. Goal. Unfortunately, digger. Holly's day is the fighting. She's, she's past that point. I'm past the gold digging stage. I don't know. I don't never know. Maybe that's a resolution. No. Um, but it broke down your New Year's resolutions in eight different areas. Cat- so different categories. Different categories. Okay. So and I me- think that was one of my things in the past. Is I just set like. Oh, I just want to do X, Y, and Z. But I didn't put it into actionable items. Right. So it just kind of could float in and out and there's not any accountability. But y'all, I'm sure as a lot of people's was, 2020 was going to be my year to do X, Y, and Z. So many things. Cue the sound effect button. (laughs) Well, and which... It has turned out different, but I have done a lot of things. You have. But this this broke it out into spiritual, relational, physical, professional, financial, giving, um, organizational, and recreational. Okay. So I didn't put everything, I didn't put something in all of those. But which ones were the big ones for the, you? The biggest one for me was organizational because we had moved into our home right before I had my son, Mm -hmm. which meant there were still a lot of boxes everywhere in our pain in in my office. And and I was working from home and still I'm working from home, but I was working from home, but I still had boxes in my office because it was the extra room and then boxes in our spare room. So that was our big one. Every quarter I had a room that I was going to clean out. Being in lockdown actually ha- helped that. That's so true. I, I completed all of those goals. Well, look at you. You get a gold star <laughs> for that one. So so I got I got all of those together. And then um, I, now I have more for 2021. More organizational <laughs> More stuff. organizational yeah. stuff Because we're alike in that way. We both yeah. need 
organization because the chaos, it's really it hard to focus yeah. and put your brain on the mode of getting work done or because when there's just stuff everywhere or clutter mm-hmm. or it's, it just drives you nuts. It's you can't handle it. Yeah. And then it's funny how people can be so different, right? My yeah. husband can look right past it. Does <laughs> not bother him in the slightest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then our daughter has a little bit of both because yeah. she, sees, she sees both of us. So I she think she's, yeah. yeah. But it, nothing warms my heart more when I walk in and she's like lined up her toys in some kind of order I'm like oh yes you're speaking my language (laughs) you are my daughter yes exactly so organization's big yeah and I also we started meal planning and we did this twofold so it goes into a couple of different categories Mm -hmm. but um, I had a weight goal that I wanted to reach in 2020 which I did so that's huge but we also wanted to do it for financial reasons because it's so easy to to just go to overspend Mm -hmm. just go out and grab something Mm -hmm. for dinner or have it delivered. Well, and the pandemic's put the no-no on that too, kind of, right? It's kind of forced you to be more, eat at home. For sure. mm -hmm. Well, and now it's kind of made it easier to have food delivered, so that's not great. Oh, yeah, I guess there's that part. (laughs) But at the beginning, yeah, Yeah. for sure, it was a lot harder to go out to restaurants and stuff like that. So that helped. Yeah, so we started meal planning, and that was another thing that I felt – was adding to my stress level absolutely is I was having to do all of these things during my day work mm-hmm. kid it takes a lot husband, of time cleaning to- all of that mm-hmm. and then just the planning of the meal I would get to the end of the day and be like crap well, where are we gonna eat yeah and at that you point know? you're like I'm hungry I'm, I'm hungry. tired yeah. let's just get something let's just get yeah. something yeah so tell me a little bit because one of the things we were kind of talking about before we started this episode was the most common broken New Year's resolutions yeah and one of like it's the number one is yes. what losing weight right getting well, yeah fit. so what I found this article and I think there have been a lot of studies on how many resolutions are kept Mm -hmm. and I don't think I think I heard somewhere that it was like people only keep their resolutions for like the first 21 days in January right I've heard that kind of thing before like it's 30 days to build a habit and if you don't make it by 30 days it's not gonna it's not gonna mm -hmm. stick and I think that one of the reasons that resolutions get such a bad rap is that reason is that people don't keep them but I think there's a deeper reason why people aren't keeping their resolutions but I did find this article about the top five most common broken new year's resolutions and the number one was lose weight and get fit Well, how did you make it work for you because you could have fallen into that category Uh, yes absolutely so there were a couple of things that motivated me to get to the weight goal that I wanted to get to and it wasn't – so I think one of the the reasons that people don't reach that goal, that break that resolution, is you, they don't define – like, what does that look like? You can just say lose weight. That's very general. Right? right? That's very That's general. That's not how much weight or by when or how you're going to do exactly. it. So it needs a plan. You need, a, need strategic a plan. plan. You need a strategic mm-hmm. plan for how you're going to lose weight. And a couple of ways that I did that is – one, the meal planning. Mm-hmm, so that, right. that, even though when I started it, I was like, this may or may not help, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it really does, just putting it out and planning it 
Well, just cutting really out helps. the it restaurants, cuts, the yeah. fast food, just cutting that out is huge. Yes, for sure. And 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 like I said, if you if you already have a plan, you already have it laid out. How how what you're going to eat every day? Now, did it's you a do lot it for easier all your to meals not go grab. or just dinner? Just dinner. Okay, just dinner. And well, and usually for lunch, you know, we have leftovers or something right. like that. Um, so it was just dinner because stress level and not wanting to go out to restaurants. Right. That's, a, that's our, our background brand ambassadors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, working moms out right, there. Right, right. And the other thing I did, and I've talked about this before in some other episodes, is that I joined Weight Watchers. And that's it's not for everyone, mm-hmm. but... I need something that keeps me on track. So you needed like... And I think everybody really needs something to keep them on track. So were you getting some coaching out of that? Were you getting some... Like you were logging what you were doing? Yeah. So So you you log what what you eat Mm -hmm. and that helps with the meal planning, right? Did that Um, take a lot of your time? It does take more time. So it does take more time, Mm -hmm. but... And I'll be honest with you, when I joined Weight Watchers, I was like, I do not have time to work out. And I do not want to work out. I don't like to work out. Okay. I'm not waking. I like to sleep. I'm not waking up early to work out. Um, during the day, I'm not taking time away from my son to work out, which now that he's home all the time, it's not as big of a deal. Sure, but you had but limited time. I had limited were... time with mm-hmm. him when he was going to daycare. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a, he's home for about two or three hours before it's bedtime. Right. Right. So I'm not taking an hour of that to work to out. work out. Sure. I, I just that was not my goal. People love to work out. I would love to be that person that loves to just run and get a high from that. But you but know I don't. yourself. I'm not. You weren't going to set not. yourself up for failure so, by having a goal you break. Exactly. Yeah. That That's a great point. Mm-hmm. And so instead I wanted to I was like I'm okay taking the extra time tracking my meals and all of that if it means I don't have to work out. Mm-hmm. So I did that. The other big motivating factor of Weight Watchers is once you hit your goal weight that they that you set up with them that's safe for your height and your age mm-hmm. and everything. When you hit that goal weight, it's free. So uh, that hit our financial goals too. So okay. So that was one of my things. I'm gonna hit this goal weight. So then I don't have to pay for this product anymore. I still get it. I still get all of the benefits. The coaching and the training and the and Holly is not community. getting paid by Weight Watchers, by <laughs> no, the way. This, this is, is not sponsored. Yes, exactly. But if but they hey, want to sponsor me, <laughs> if you're listening, if you're listening, so yeah. So I think that's a big thing. If you're gonna have a goal like that, that is hard to do. Set it's a lifestyle change for success. You have to set you yourself do. up for success. Now, a big part of that too is who else is in your household. So if you are, um, whether you're single or, you know, sometimes that can be just as hard or you have a partner who does not have the same goals, mm-hmm. that can be a whole extra layer of challenges, right? Sure. Because if you guys are on the same page, then, you know, maybe you're not buying ice cream or you're not, so yeah. it's not even in the house. But if you have a partner or maybe you have a bunch of teenagers at home that yeah. love their chips and ding-dongs, yeah. and that's going to be tough. It is, it is difficult. So how about that with, with your husband? Was he, you know, very supportive? Was he, how did yeah. that work? So Corey is very athletic as well, and he loves to run, and he 
likes to eat healthy and eat eat clean as well. So it wasn't hard for me. And I do have a two year old, but he eats whatever you guys, whatever. Yeah, yeah pretty much. He's not on a chicken eat. nugget, a brown diet. I call no, that no. And yeah. we started from day one when he started eating solid foods that we were not, not going to be that. Be that mm-hmm. like he's going to eat what we eat, mm-hmm. you know. So, of course, I mean, he's a two-year-old, so he doesn't eat everything sure. we eat. But For the most so part. So it wasn't really hard. And then also, uh, again, with the Weight Watchers plan, but this isn't the only plan. Sure. Um, there are healthy substitutes for meals that we were already eating. Mm-hmm. So, like, some of the meals that are in our regular diet rotation is, rotation yes. is a crock pot lasagna. So it's easy. It's in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. We do the shredded chicken tacos in mm-hmm. the crock pot easy right you know it's those kinds of things and then you know sometimes depending on how I've eaten the rest of the week I can take that shredded chicken instead of making tacos I can put it on a salad you know or you could put it on nachos or something like that so the family can have their tacos right you can have your your taco salad salad. if you wanted to yeah so it going back to say that a plan helps with all of that it does yeah, yeah, it does. And it takes a lot of guesswork out because it is kind of tiring, you know, when you set goals to get there. If you <laughs> yeah. don't have a clear path, I mean, exactly. then it's just this ambiguous thing. You're so. just like going blindly. And that's why I think some people break some of their resolutions. Do you want me to share a few of the other ones? Yeah, share a couple other ones. We'll see if they hit home. Yeah. Um, so the second one was quit smoking. Which, thank goodness, I... Never have an issue with that because I know that's no. very addictive. It's very um, addictive. It's just better never to just start. Just never to start. But yeah. if you do, there's definitely a lot more options out there to quit than there used to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't wait. Don't wait. Don't yeah. Wait. Yeah. Be less stressed, which is that's very hilarious. broad. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, yeah. Can you can you point me in the right direction there? But you know what you were saying too, like putting a plan in place will help you be less stressed. Yeah. I think probably if that was one of my goals, I would write out what was stressing, stressing me out, out and mm-hmm. then write out actions to yeah. eliminate See, that. we're listy people. We're listy people. Write it down. <laughs> you know? yeah, write it down. It's helpful. It is. Um, the third is, or the fourth is to volunteer. Oh, so people mm-hmm. act, they have good intentions, but then mm-hmm. they don't follow through. Yes. Yeah, or, or but, you don't research into what goes into volunteering, right? And the know? time again, the time. that's a time issue. But there's again, there's so many different things you can do now. So, like we've talked about in the past, you know, with our daughter's birthday being so close to Christmas, we've always done like a, let's donate to a cause. Oh, so, yeah. you might not be able to volunteer your time, but you could mm-hmm. volunteer resources or supplies. Whether you're donating to your local humane society, so yeah. you can still have that feel good feeling without donating hours of your time yeah and I like that you get your whole family involved in it I think that's great. great yeah and the fifth one was drink less alcohol. Well, it depends on what kind of year it has been. <laughs> 2020, I don't know. But 2021, I think that all goes back into the being healthy, right? Yeah. Or if you're going to keep drinking that or much alcohol. Or just have a healthy balance. Well, drink more water. There yeah, you drink go. more water. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to stop drinking up your, your wine. Up yeah. your water intake. There you go. Yeah. Balance it out. Well, some of the other resolutions um, I have this year is I we're going to be doing a lot of DIY home projects. So uh, this is my first home that I've purchased. My husband has owned and you know bought and sold lots of homes. So for him, 
it's not as big of a deal but I'm excited to do some DIY home projects I'm excited to learn about how to do these things and document it I think will be fun to share with family and friends um, that aren't close by that can't appreciate it in person kind of a thing So that's one. And And where will you be documenting these? On ATX Live? Maybe I should have a little section. I mean, it's little things, but they kind of add up to, I mean, they save a lot of money. You know, when you can do things yourself. And now with YouTube videos and I'm like, if that person can do that, I can do it. Um, so I think I get one. too ambitious sometimes. A little too we'll ambitious. See. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll reel you back in. Um, and then the last thing that I want to focus on, and this is going to be interesting to see how 2021 plays out, but to make vacation a little bit of a priority, oh. I think when you work from home, people assume like, oh, you're so lucky you work from home. Yeah. You, it's like a vacation. No. It comes with no, its no. own challenges, no, no, right? No, no. <laughs> it is not like that at all. So, um, well, there's lots of positive things about it. Um, you know, I'm constantly constantly splitting my time between what needs to be done around the house, getting mm-hmm. work done. And um, you really don't get a vacation, especially when you own your, when your own, own business. Yeah, yeah. business yeah. and, you know, with home. So um, we are so blessed to be able to travel around East Texas and observe all these great places. And so I would like to make it a point to spend our vacation dollars locally Mm kind of like our staycation episode that we talked about putting it back in our community um and then getting to experience more things um here in east texas that all again all these hidden gems that there's so many places i want to visit and it is like having a vacation when you're out of your own house i feel like yes it is yeah absolutely so what are your other than um visiting some other areas Mm -hmm. do you have some actionable items at home for separating work from family from family time well some of the things that we're talking about unplug right well that's a good point and some of the things we're talking about is the way we're going to set up the house so the office for instance the way we're setting up the office um you know kind of like a homeschool area, kind of a homeschool mm-hmm. dining area, kind of yeah. splitting things up to where things can be put away better. In our last house, you know, being a rental, we were very limited on how that worked. And I felt like a lot of times I had school all over the dining room table. Yeah. You know, my computer was in one room. My this was, And it was just, it didn't feel very conducive to kind of following through the whole task. So I think with our house being our own, we can set that up a little bit better um, to be able to say, okay, well, yeah. we did school. We're going to put that stuff away. I don't want to look at it the rest of the night, right? So the same thing, I think, with work is, okay, Mm -hmm. close the door to the office, and now it's family time. Yeah. 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 That's one of the things that I've had to do since I was working from home is just close the door. And it's it's okay to do that. Yes. Turn my computer completely off. It's like leaving the office. Close the door. Yes. 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 And it's okay to do that. Yes. Um. Like you said, it gets a little harder when you're owning your own business or like me, I have a day job and a night job. You're never off, really. I'm never off. No. So it's it's just more about um, making sure that family time is family time mm-hmm. and work time is work time. Right. Right. And and I didn't write this down, but it should be obvious, is just putting the phone down more too. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. one of those things. Yeah. That's always kind of in my head. Yeah, that was on my list from last year it under was. a relational. Um, we do a phone stack. So if we're watching a movie or at dinner or whatever, we stack our phones. So uh-huh, that's a good idea. Do you turn them off or you just... We don't turn them off. You just, but we just don't have it in away. your hand. We don't have pocket. it in it. Yeah. So and we always have our mind. stuff 
on silent and stuff anyways most of the time. So, yeah, just out of our hands, paying attention just to to our family. So Yeah, good yeah. deal. Well, I, we would love to hear what your resolutions are and what they're not and if you've kept them, broken them. Um, <laughs> and I would love to hear your feedback on that. We can even talk about that in the next episode too. So if you want to submit to all our listeners out there, really yes. enjoy getting your feedback. Absolutely, and you can do that on our website etxpodcast.com or follow us on instagram and facebook at etxpodcast until next time it's it's all good in the piney woods. woods